last word on travel on Today FM with Multitrip.com. Get ready for new adventures. Sarah Slattery from the travelexpert.ie is with us and we got a fantastic reaction when we recently did New York as a destination for a city break. So we decided to go to another city for this evening's show, Rome in Italy. How popular, Sarah, is Rome as a sort of a city break destination with Irish people? Hi, Matt. Yeah, it's it's. I think Rome has always been popular, um, but it's it's one of those great cities that you can kind of keep going back to. Um, there's so much to see that. Um, oh God, it's a long time since we were there, but we went back to, uh, recently, and um, like I'd say, if you went every year, you'd still get that wonder. You know, just walking through the old uh, the centre, and you know, you'll see the Colosseum there, and then you'll see it's like one big archaeological site or one open air museum. It's just there's just ancient buildings everywhere, and it is quite fascinating just to just just to even wander around it. But um, so many great things to do, and more importantly, at the moment, the, it's just so cheap to visit because the airfares are really really low. Um, I mean, I find, found flights in January for 68 return from Dublin uh, for a weekend. Like that's Friday to Monday, uh, 158 from Cork. So like it is it, the, the autumn, winter uh, and spring is a great time to visit. Uh, everything is cheaper, the flights, the hotels and there's less crowds around. Yeah. And I suppose what's the weather like in, uh, when you're not in the summer? Yeah, I mean, it was really, really warm last weekend. Now, I mean, that was probably unusually warm, but... Um, right, yeah, there's freak I mean, weather conditions all over continental Europe in the yeah, last week or two. So it's kind of hard to say, but I suppose it's still probably better to have a kind of, you know, than going in the summertime with that intense heat. So I would it would definitely be preferable to, to, to visit kind of autumn, um, spring, winter, that kind of time, uh, if you can. And it's such a walkable city as well. So even if it is cold, like it's, you know, it, you can pretty much walk to most of the main sites within about 20 minutes of each other. So it's very handy getting around. The public transport is also very cheap. So it's it, if you want to kind of have a cheap weekend or you can go to one of the fabulous five-star hotels. You can kind of do it either way. Um, it's, it's, it's just one of those city breaks for everyone, really. In, for previous generations, Rome was a place for going on pilgrimage almost. Now, you don't have to be, though, a Catholic or be religious to enjoy uh, going to St. Peter's Basilica or the Sistine Chapel or the Vatican Museums, do you? No, not at all. Um, and I, this was the first time I really sort of, I suppose, saw the the Vatican museums and really appreciated them. Um, again, like I wouldn't be a you know a massive art lover by any means. I appreciated it, but I was genuinely I found it fascinating. Um, just just the mastery, the the wealth, I suppose as well, um, and having a kind of a guide there as well to to explain, you know, you're looking at these painted ceilings and you think they, they're sculpted. You think it looks like sculpture, but they're all just painted with this kind of 3D effect. Um, the Sistine Chapel, of course, you know, it, it took Michelangelo four years lying on his back and scaffolding to paint it. Like you're learning all these things that you wouldn't probably know without a guide. So I'd say if you are going to do the museums and the Sistine Chapel, I would definitely... How, how uh, busy was it? Because that. I, actually that's one thing that we did as a family in Rome on a day trip of all things. I won't get into that, but it was in the middle of summer, <laughs> baking heat 
Um, but I loved the, the, the tour. To get to the Sistine Chapel, you have to take a route through all the museums and it is stunning, some of the artwork and even my kids were appreciative of it. But when I got to the Sistine Chapel, it was packed and also I couldn't get over the noise, which I thought even not as and not being a religious person, I still thought it was incredibly disrespectful the way everyone was taking selfies and talking and shouting at each other in what is a chapel. And it was packed. Is it as packed at this time of year? Well, we went on a Saturday and uh, it was packed and it, they're closed on Sunday. So Saturday is probably one of the worst days you can go. Um, but they, they, you aren't allowed to take photos inside the Sistine Chapel anymore. And there were um, guards constantly telling you to be quiet. And But people were still kind of murmuring, but it wasn't not as loud as maybe it was at that point. But certainly um, there are people telling you to be quiet. You're not supposed to talk and you're not supposed to take uh, pictures inside it. Uh, but it was packed. Yeah. And I mean, it is long. It's you know it probably what we had an express tour great Irish company Angel Tours who I'd recommend lovely guy called John and um, you know it, it was a really really good tour but you're, and it was the express tour because we had kids with us as well but you'd still probably want to allow about three hours so and then you want to go into the St. Peter's Basilica afterwards which is incredible even if you don't do the museums in Sistine Chapel I'd say go into St. Peter's Basilica anyway because it's just um, you just have to. <laughs> and, and you have to cover up, as we discovered, because my kids were in shorts, my daughters, and suddenly they were told, oh, you're not allowed to show uh, above the knee and your shoulders have to be covered as well, which came as a bit of a surprise. Yeah, and I, I like it. it was fine for us at this time of year, but I can imagine in July, August, you know, having to wear because it's a full day, really. You know, they're a good four, hour, three, four hours. So if you have to be covered up in the in the heat, it's it's not ideal. Um, but there are, there's a, I mean, it is a bit of a minefield. There's so many different tours to book. Uh, the breakfast tour, I believe, is very good as well. You kind of skip all the queues. You have breakfast inside, on site, uh, but it's a half seven start in the morning. So there's loads of different. I actually have a, a blog post on the on the website with lots of tips in it. But it is one of those things, you know, Wednesday morning in St. Peter's, they have it There's a papal audience. So and that's not a good time to go there. So this, you really need to kind of do your research, I'd say, before you go, before you plan it. But um, And then what about I, the other uh, things to see, the Colosseum and the Pantheon, for example? Yeah, the Colosseum is great in the sense that you can, again, you can book a guided tour, but you can also just go in uh, yourself and wander around with an audio um, tour which, guide, which is great. Um, now you still need to pre-book tickets. You can't just wander in when you want to. Um, but it is something that you, you could do yourself if you want to. I mean, uh, you know, and the, y- your ticket usually includes access to the Roman Forum and Palatine Hill as well over 24 hours. So it's a good value uh, ticket and you can get to see all three. Um, so the, a lot of the other sites in Rome you know, as I said, you're just walking around. They're, they're all there in front of you, the Trevi Fountain, the Spanish Steps, all of those things. You know, the uh, the Pantheon, which blew me away. I thought the Pantheon was incredible. A lot of those, like they're free to enter. You can go in. So, you know, it's not all about... Uh, the Vatican is probably the one thing that I'd say you would need to plan. But the rest of it, um, you know, once you kind of pre-book your tickets in advance, um, you'd kind of get away with that. Now, but you gave the, us the details of how good the prices are for flights at the moment. What about accommodation? How expensive can that be? And then what about eating out? Well, eating out, I found extremely cheap um, compared to here. Now, it was really, really good value. I mean, there was four of us and we, you know, we had a couple of lunches for like 50, 60 euro, including drinks uh, between the four of us and um, really, really good meals. We were lots of restaurant uh, tips I was given before we went for the four of us. And like my kids are older now, so nearly adult meals. 
Um, and, there were, there, you know, you didn't never spent more than 150 euros. So like much really good value for really good food. Um, and then if you wanted, there are hotels. Um, it, the one thing about Rome is the public transport is really good. Now, at the moment, I'd say stay in the centre. The hotel prices are very cheap in the centre anyway. Um, as I said, like I have a deal for 196, I think it is, including flights in January, like for three nights. So like it is cheap. But if you're going in a busy time, you can stay outside the centre, get good value and use the public transport. There's a really good pass called the Roma Pass which is €32 Euro for two days, includes all public transport system. And it also gives you, includes skip the line tickets at the Coliseum, uh, Roman Forum and uh, Palatine Hill. So for €32, Euros, you've all of that. So that's what I suppose, going back to what I was saying at the start, it is one of those cities that you can do, at, you know, at a very reasonable price if you want to. One of the things I've always loved about Italy and particularly going there with children when they were small is just how child friendly it is. Is Rome the same? Is Rome like Tuscany and all the various other places? Is it as warm and welcoming to children you might have in the group? I thought so. We, we, we really did. And there's lots of cool things to do. Um, one of the things we did, which my kids loved, was a Vespa tour. Uh, we did that. It was my daughter's birthday and we kind of wanted to book something a little bit special. And um, it was really cool. It's like a sidecar so the kids can go in the sidecar and, and you're on the back of the Vespa and you're going around Rome. It's 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 a really kind of cool thing to do. Um, and there's other, there's another, it's, do you know what? It's a great thing to do on your first day to kind of get your bearings and decide where you want to go back to. Uh, and there's another great tour, a golf cart tour that's probably worth mentioning as well, um, because th- they will uh, take up to eight people and they're really, really good for elderly um, people as well. Uh, because I suppose a lot of if, if people want to bring their parents to Rome and there's so much walking involved, this this kind of golf tour is really good. Again, that's with um, angel tours. Um, so like there's there's loads of different um, you know, you don't, I suppose, go, go the old cliche when in Rome, you know, you don't have to do the, the hop on, hop off bus tour. There's loads of kind of interesting things. Fiat Cicacento, um, or, or Fiat 500 tours as well. There's loads of different things you can do like that to get around that would be kids would love, you know. This listener says Rome is shocking for bag snatching. Is that the case that you have to be very careful about having your pockets picked or whatever? I have heard a few things around the train station, all right, um, but we didn't have any issues at all. There's a few taxi scams to be aware of. Make sure you book the uh, go to a rank, book the white actual Roman taxis because some of the others we were being quoted like literally double. Only we knew how much they cost. Um, loads of taxi scams going on. We we even got done ourselves when we got to uh, St. Peter's. So th- that would be definitely one to watch out for. But in saying that, the taxis, if you book the right ones, are quite cheap. Like the taxi from the airport um, is a flat rate of €50, euro, which is really, really good. Whereas most people tend to get the train in, but the train is €14 euros each. So it's fine if you're going for two, but if you're going as a family or a group, the taxis can be really reasonable. Just don't, just make sure you don't fall for um, for for one of the okay. scams. It's, there's, you know. there's loads more on your blog. I know at thetravelexpert.ie. Sarah Slattery, yeah. thank you for being with us. The last word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today,